This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I have dry bars. Balls so dry. They explode like dust. Suck my balls. Suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy. Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That word. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. What is that? It's my balls! God damn it, Carmen! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. That's right. Welcome back to another edition. Oh, shit. my balls. A South Park review. Who am I, you might be asking? Well, I'm your host on the scene where the air is clean and I'm lighting up that green. Yeah, boy. MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Matthew underscore Jeffer. Each and every week, I am joined by two blokes who like to make jokes, who uh, don't croak like the frogs on the street, and they move to the sound of their own beat. First up on the scene, ladies and gentlemen, he's sexy. He might be single, I don't know, because I'm not a chick and I don't ask about his sex life, but he is the original OG, the man from the West. He's the best, planting around that green and using his fingers to make Everything tastes good. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. My boy. Scoop shakalaka, shakalaka, shakalaka. What's up? Another day in paradise. That's right. It is another day in paradise, especially when your hands are made of diamonds. Because you, Sorry, my friend, friends. you have the diamond hands. And for people who understand that lingo, they understand that lingo. But oh, normally, each and every week, we are joined by a guy that well, I don't mean to piss you off. likes to piss us off. But I cut it off there because Joe is not here with us this week. Unfortunately, Joe is feeling under the weather. He's, we don't know if he's hungover or maybe he's just sick, but he said he's been puking his guts up all night. So uh, hopefully you're not eating with your butt, <laughs> but we appreciate you, Joe. Get better. I just saw him, too, like on Memorial Day. Like I hung out with Joe on Memorial Day. We barbecued, had some baggers, had some pasta. Nice. Joe got, Joe, because Joe doesn't listen back to the show because he doesn't like to hear the sound of his own voice, I can go ahead and rag on him here. Dude, I totally clobbered on him in like both MLB The Show and NBA 2K22, and he got so pissed. <laughs> like, 
so mad. It was hysterical. Like, I'm not fucking mad at you. I'm just fucking mad at this game. <laughs> That's how mad Joe got. Um, now, I could understand why he was mad about the MLB The Show game. I mean, he's a Sony guy. I don't play MLB The Show, and I beat him on the first try, and I hit, like, a three-run shot in the first inning with fucking Mookie Pets from the Dodgers. So I was like, yeah, that's my boy Mookie. And, uh, okay, yeah. well, to be fair, though, with baseball games, it's not the best to play two-on-two on the same screen, like 1v1 on the same screen because – you get to see where he's fucking putting the pitch. You got to see where I did. Is my first. Yeah, time I know. Playing. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You get to see where each other's putting putting the pitch. All I know is just... I beat him five to two. Okay, that's it. <laughs> and then the second shit game, to my dad. And then the second game we played NBA, and like I kind of knew going in, and I haven't said it to him, but I kind of knew going in, I was gonna beat him because I'm good at 2K. But I hadn't played in so long, and I was like, okay, it's gonna take me a quarter to pick up the movements again, how to set up defenses, and all that shit. And, like, the first quarter, he, he was beating me. But by the end of the game, I think I crushed him by, like, 20 points. Like, he took 43-point shots. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, the re- I'm missing all my threes. Well, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm setting up my shots. Like, I'm I'm coming at your Yannick, your Yukovich, your Joker guy for the Nuggets. And then I'm kicking it out. So I'm, I'm, I'm just playing the game here. <laughs> oh, he played as the Nuggets? Well, I try to be fair. He played as the Nuggets, and then I played as the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? So I t- we try to kind of go with an even 80-80 type team. Uh, but he don't know that me, Rome, and Vikram grew up playing that game like hardcore religiously, like in your face, hours after hours, beating this both going back and forth. So it just took me a little bit to pick it back up. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Once Homie starts trying to hit those threes and he starts and he can't hit them, that's what I'm like. All right, bro. I'm just going to pick and roll all day. That is literally. <laughs> what I did. And I'm going to destroy you in the paint and you're just not like. Just gonna slowly keep putting two and two and two and two and two. Oh, just I gonna, hit a three. There at it is. At that point, I just played two three zone, and because if you oh, can't make it from the three, then you're just not. I'm just, I'm just gonna let my defenders do it. I'm gonna hang out and cover your center and let the computer do it at that point because like they'll just cover you. Um, <laughs> God, this is a long tangent. We had a long tangent before the episode started, guys. This is South Park. We miss you, Joe. We just wanted to shout him out. Uh, we're back for another edition of South Park Reviews, as we do review this show in linear fashion. And as we mentioned right. last week, if you'd like to send us your feedback on any episodes, you can do so by sending us an email to suckmyballspod at gmail.com. Didn't get any feedback this week, but... We do appreciate all the new listeners we're getting, as well as the likes on social media. It's been going up little by little, which is nice to see. And as we get ready to move over to the Realm Network, we're just going to have a bunch of new listeners joining us here at some point as they'll be listening to our whole library. So if you're listening to us now, what's up? We're here to tell you how to eat with your butt. (laughs) Eat with your butt. As this is Suck My Balls, episode number 70 freaking eight. I don't know how we did it. How we continue to do this show every week. Sometimes I think I'm like, do I want to do the show? And then I start formatting it and then I start laughing and I'm like, I can't fucking wait to do this show. <laughs> so uh, as you can hear in our voice when we talk, this is just how we talk. This is just boys being boys. And if we weren't on this show, we'd still be texting and talking to each other about the episodes. It would probably just be a lot of the same one, though, of uh, there's some of our highlights. Fuck you, Danica. I can't drive faster than you. Turn to the left. That's I, I can't. I've been watching that one a lot lately. But this one is from season five, episode ten. It's episode number overall, the seventy fifth episode of South Park, and it aired on November the fourteenth, two thousand one. The basis of the synopsis of the episode is Cartman gets 
Kenny's school picture on every missing child milk carton in the country. So the episode starts out and it begins with South Park children having their class picture taken. And we see Stan and Kyle's, you know, entire hair actually for the first time. Even Cartman does his little smile and poses and the camera guy is like, oh, it was wonderful. Uh, Butters is seen combing his hair, you know, as he gets ready to take his picture. Unfortunately, flicks one of his hair flicks up kind of like alfalfa <laughs> when he takes the actual picture. So here's that first clip here. Okay, now lift your chin a little. Look right here, right here. Hey, where's my smile? Come on, I bet you got a smile for me. I'm starting to see a smile. There it is. Okay, great, next. And smile. I hate picture day at school. It's always some gay-ass photographer with some gay-ass backdrop of New England. Uh, hang on a second. My mom said to make sure I look good this time in the school pictures. Okay, smile. So, okay, you know his eyes closed, too. Yeah, but his eyes is not closed. His hair flops right up. Right, 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 right. That's a good call. So, yeah, and during the course of this, though, Kenny shows up. Cartman is laughing hysterically. His camera is parka upside down and stands on his head with his feet hanging through the sleeves so that his ass shows through the hood. You guys, you guys, this is so funny. What, Cartman? Dude, check it out. For picture day, Kenny got into his parka backwards so that his ass shows through his hood. Look, Kenny came over here. <laughs> it isn't that funny, Cartman. Yes, it is. Next in line. Come on, let's keep it moving, kids. Don't listen to that, Jew, Kenny. It's totally funny. It's okay, last one. <laughs> okay, have a seat, young man. <laughs> okay, looking great. Now, where's that smile? Come on, get that smile. wide smile. Wider. Wider. Perfect. <laughs> How long till we get the pictures back? Should be about four days. Four days? Oh, man, I can't wait that long. So Miss Chokes on Dicks tells the class that one of the boys uh, spoiled his picture afterwards, after the four-day scoop, and therefore he won't be getting it back. And Kenny thinking to him, you know, says his line, oh, that's bullshit, and we'll have more on what he says later. And it actually turns out to be, though, Scoop Butters, despite the fact that Butters didn't really make any silly faces. It's just how he looks. Miss Chokes on Dick and Mr. and Mrs. Stotch inevitably remain convinced that he did not make silly faces, though, and he gets grounded for it. This, of course, leads to Butter's reclusion and self-loathing. Now, I'm going to go to the, the in-class interaction here with him getting the picture. At the end of the episode, we're going to play 90 seconds of a mishmash with his interaction with the parents uh, because it really wasn't the, uh, a good place to put this in the review just because kind of how the story flows. I mean, while I love Butter's and stuff like that, his scenes could have been without. They, they didn't even have to put them in this episode. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of doesn't, it kind of just kind of forced in there for an extra laugh, which it's funny, but we'll review it at the end. So here's them actually in class when they're getting their pictures back. All right, class, I have your school photos to hand out. Yay! Yay! Most of them are very nice, but apparently one of you thinks it's fun to spoil their school pictures and thinks he's a comedian. That person will be spending the afternoon in the principal's office. Oh, that's awful! School photos aren't for joking around, so you aren't getting your photos back, butters. Me? But I didn't do nothing. For the rest of you, I think your pictures turned out very nicely. But, 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 well, hey, wait a minute. Let me see. But, but, teacher, I didn't mean to look stupid in my picture. Honest. I tried to make a good picture. Honest. Your mother is waiting for you in the principal's office. My mom? Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, sweet Jesus. So Cartman now is pleased with the trick he made Kenny do. 
And he wants to extend it even further, Scoop. So what does Cartman do? He gets the bright idea. What happens when children go missing, Scoop? End up on milk cartons. On the Mario Kart. Milk carton. Milk carton. He takes a photograph to the missing children's center at the dairy farm, and he gives them a description of a child consisting of a winking brown eye, blonde hair, (laughs) and rosy cheeks. I forgot about that. Okay. So rather than realize it's a trick, the receptionist at the counter falls for it, and a photo gets placed on the milk carton. Oh, yes. Hello. I am helping out a family who has a missing child, and I was wondering if you could print his photo on your milk carton. Oh, of course. Printing those photos on our milk really does help. Do you have the photo with you? Yes, I have it right now. Okay, great. We'll print it immediately. You will. (laughs) Thank you for your help. (laughs) Get a description of the child to print underneath the photo. A description. Oh, yes. Uh, He has uh, blonde hair and and a brown eye. Okay, brown eye. <laughs> and big rosy cheeks. <laughs> Full of cheeks. <laughs> Full of cheeks. Winking brown eyes. Brown eyes winking. <laughs> I just like that part when she goes, can we get a description? And even he laughs. It was like, <laughs> uh, winking brown eye. <laughs> and one brown eye, one brown hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rosie cheeks, full cheeks, full cheeks. (laughs) So not to make light of the situation, but did you ever know anybody that had like that put their family member on a milk carton or anything like that? No. Okay, me either. Yeah, that's a. I mean, it's a very, you know, one in I guess hundred thousand or something like that. That your a child gets abducted or something like that, or you know somebody. So I, you know. Doesn't happen very much to us. Uh, but Carmen was feeling very proud of himself here. So he calls Stan and Kyle, and he's just hilariously laughing on the phone, can barely get it out. The fact, come on, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys got to come over. So Kyle and them, Kyle and Stan eventually do come over to see that Kenny is on the cover, and Carmen cannot contain himself. Why'd you call us? Come on, come on. Oh, it's so sweet. You guys, Stan, it's so sweet. God damn it, Carmen, what? Sean, Kenny, and Stan. Kyle and Stan, I'm sorry. The cart. You put Kenny's picture on a milk carton? Look at the descriptions. Brown eye. <laughs> that isn't funny, Carton. Completely <laughs> 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 funny. This one's the best. <laughs> no, it's not, Cartman. You know, there really are couples out there who are missing children. <laughs> no, there aren't. Jesus, grow up, you guys. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, you Jesus Christ, another guy. Grow up, you guys. Uh, there is missing children. That's not funny. Hashtag save our children. Hashtag Epstein isn't dead. Anyway, astoundingly enough, the photo draws a response from a couple named Martha and Stephen Thompson, who lost their son several years earlier. Now, they, of course, suffer from a fictitious congenital condition known as torsonic polarity syndrome or TPS, which has them born where their faces are replaced with human buttocks. However, with this syndrome, they still retain all their normal functionality of their faces, you know, including their nose, eyes, etc. And I also had to make sure I put fictitious there for you because I did look it up. It's not a real disease code. <laughs> Why would you look that up? Because I knew that somebody would ask me, is this a real disease? 
somebody's face for a butt. Right. You don't know. They got elephantitis. Anything can happen, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not that we're making fun of people who have elephantitis. And if you listen to the show and it brings you joy, what's up? We're just saying anything can happen. All right. Let's go to that clip, though, of the Thompsons. And so that's when I called out to my husband. I just knew the boy pictured on your milk carton was our little Tommy. Yes, I see. Uh, but the child on the milk carton was reported missing, not found. We realized that. But we just thought that maybe someone else has found Tommy and then lost them again. We're pretty certain that it's our boy, considering his physical appearance. Martha and I have the same condition. Same condition. Right. You yeah. may not have realized this, but we actually have buttocks where our heads should be. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. So, now, stunned by this, uh, the milk people, the dairy people, they call Cartman... So Cartman is stunned to find out that the Thompsons are going to show up at his place and see if he has seen their son anywhere. So he calls Stan and Kyle. They show up. What's going on now, fat ass? He explains, look, the Thompson, the uh, people from the milk carton place called and said that there was an actual family that lost their son. He's still laughing. They're like, that's not funny, dude. And he's like, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Apparently, these people have buttocks where they're, they have butts where their faces should be, too. No way. No, seriously, and they're, they're coming over right now. So, they come uh... Okay, Carmen, what do you want this time? Oh, I got, I got, oh my God. Okay, okay, so get this, get this. The milk company calls me, right? They call me and say that two people from Wisconsin saw the picture of Kenny on his milk carton, and they think it's their kid. <laughs> Dude, that's not funny if they're missing their son. No, 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 no. Because apparently these two people... Also, kind of look like they have butts where their heads should be. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, yes. And the best part is, they're coming here to my house. And it's going to be so funny. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's probably them now. Okay, you guys, just play it cool. Just play it cool. Just, just no, play it cool. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. No, you guys. <laughs> Hello, we're Mr. and Mrs. Thompson. Thompson. Hey. <laughs> Holy crap, dude, no way. <laughs> so yes, they have buttocks where their faces should be. So now everyone in town is fascinated by the ass people, although they try to do cover up the fact that they notice their condition as throughout the episode there. Like every time Martha and Stephen you know, are proud of their condition. They, they talk about it. You may not know this, but we have butts. Our faces should be. Oh, really? Everyone has to act like they don't know. Stating that apparently over 11 people worldwide have this condition. Kyle and Stan take several kids along with them. And soon Mr. Broflowski, Mr. Garrison, Officer Barb Brady, and Chef join in looking through the window of Mr. McCormick's window while Kenny apologizes to the Thompsons. They are baffled by the sight. The reason why they are apologizing is after Cartman... Like kind of, I wouldn't say they try to emphasize it as losing his funny fuse, but he kind of has an overblown gasket, if you will, uh, the shock and awe of the butt ass people. So he stops laughing. He goes up to his room and Stan and Kyle are like, yeah, I mean, you might want to go about four houses down to Kenny so you can get a better explanation. And so you see our son was just playing a joke and the little fat kid put it on the milk carton. Yes, yes, I see. Don't you think you owe the Thompsons an apology? No, it was. Foolish for us to get our hopes up. It was just such a coincidence considering the photo. You may not have realized this, but Martha and I have buttocks where our heads should be. 
Really? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Thompson, how long has it been since you've seen your son? Tommy disappeared when he was only seven. Oh, Stephen, it's like it's all happening all over again. <laughs> there, there now. <laughs> so, yes, when they cry, you can hear, or when they talk, they fart because the wind is blasting off the cheeks of the butthole and the anus there. Check them out. So it, you know, it's very comical in a sense, but as you, me and you kind of talked about before this episode started, the characters are a little annoying here with the butts and the farting out of their mouth. You know, I, we're not going to go as far as to say that, um, you know, he, that these characters are more annoying than the Jackophosaurus. That character is pretty fucking annoying. Even though we laughed out of it, we thought it was funny. Okay. I love it. Go, 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 go. So, like, it, it, we can make fun of it laugh. This is, you can't really make fun of the ad people. We had butt time. So, you know, pretty funny stuff there. So, Cartman, as we mentioned, you know, is having no luck restoring his funny fuse. I'm using quotations here. Not even Jimmy's jokes can help. So, Cartman, feeling down, seeks out the help of his guidance counselor, Mr. Mackey. Okay. okay, Eric, as your counselor, uh, I want you to feel comfortable talking about anything, okay? Mr. Mackey. Is it possible that you can see something so funny that it ruins your sense of humor forever? Well, I can't think of anything that would be that funny. Two people with asses for heads. Ever since I saw them, I can't laugh at anything. Oh, I see. Well, well, what did you used to think was funny? You know, all the usual stuff. Dirty jokes, funny movies, seeing someone die. <laughs> this morning, I even saw a little girl get her fingers caught in a car door, and I couldn't laugh. I mean, I, I knew it was funny. But I couldn't laugh. Well, Eric, I suppose that just like everything else, laughter can be relative. In, in other words, sometimes people see something so scary that nothing else scares them. So the same could be true for funny things. So does that mean I'll never laugh again? It's possible. Okay. But, you know, if you have completely lost your sense of humor, you can always become a writer for the show Friends. Scoop, have you ever watched something so scary, like when maybe when you were younger, that like Mr. Mackey is describing, where movies or a television show there on after ne never really made you afraid? Yeah. Uh, when I learned about diseases and outbreaks and stuff the fucking movie outbreak okay that movie terrified me when i was younger and to the point to where jason freddie and all that shit like like oh they the real world type like that real world fear it was about the ebola buyers and it was like it broke out that shit was fucking horrifying when i was younger because I didn't necessarily understand, like, the CDC and everything. So, I like, for a while, I just walked around thinking, all right, there's just going to be an outbreak and we're all going to fucking die. Was that, is that, like, the documentary outbreak that came out years and years ago? Or are you talking about the movie? The movie. Sorry. The movie. It outbreak. had, I think it had, uh, what's his bucket? Um, uh, and what's his nuts and what's her titties? Because you remember if they had that kind of documentary, like, around the same time. Uh, so this has got Wolfgang Peterson, Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, Kevin Spacey, Army Doctors, Struggle to Find a Cure for a Deadly Disease, Outbreak, 1995. Got four and a half stars. Wow, that's pretty good. So, yeah, there you go, Outbreak. Uh, the movie for me, Scoop, was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. And I lived in California. 
but somehow got it in my head that he was going to fucking pop through my door, bro. Like, I'm going to sleep. He's going to pop through my fucking door. He's going to get me. <laughs> like, this guy's like 1,400 miles away. A, and B, this person already died, you know, hundreds of years prior or whatever it was. At least the character it's based loosely on, right? Leatherface. Um, so, yeah, that one scared the crap out of me. Uh, but I'll tell you this. If we, go, if we do go to Texas, we're going to this fucking house. Like, are you down? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't care if there's some weird shit going on there. I got you. Scoop. Let's go. And apparently in Texas now, you could, there's a lobbying pass where you can fucking carry. So we'll just take him out. Um, so the search for the Thompson missing son goes on. And something mainly, amazingly, I'm sorry, finally turns up after days of tension and suspense. The final scene has the lady from the milk company state that the search results revealed that the Thompson son was none other than Ben Affleck. Thank you, Mr. President. I'm proud to be an employee of South Park Milk, which to date has found over 100,000 missing kids and led the way in the fight against curdling. Mr. and Mrs. Thompson, Curly. your son grew up not knowing who his parents were, but he was strong and resilient and ended up becoming very successful. I think it will amaze you, as it will all of us, to learn that your son is Ben Affleck. Come around here, Ben. Mom, Dad, fun. Oh, <laughs> All right, so this is the first episode that they decide to take a shot at Ben Affleck. And it won't be the last time, because if it's not another episode of South Park, they also make fun of him in the movie Team America. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, the film actor skills. Uh, so his he and his parents are reunited, and everyone finally notices the resemblance. Cartman makes a comment about Ben Affleck, and now everybody, and how everybody, I'm sorry, Ought to call him Ben Asflack from now on. What's going on? Dude, the ass face of son is Ben Affleck. Oh, our little Ben. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> wow, I never realized Ben had TPS, but I definitely see the resemblance now. <laughs> oh, son. Isn't this wonderful? Okay, gang, give me a big smile. Well, looks like everything turned out all right for them. Yeah, I guess now we have to call him Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck, that's funny. Hey, you're laughing, Cartman. Hey, you're right. Oh, this is great. Ben Affleck. <laughs> so as, we, as you can hear there, he starts laughing again. Stan and Kyle, though, decide that he couldn't laugh before because he actually felt guilty for making the Thompsons believe their son had been found. Which, of course, Cartman vehemently denies. Even so, though, Kyle finds it remarkable that Cartman actually felt bad for someone. Uh, Cartman invites Kenny to his house for some chocolate guns, and then Kenny is run over by a motorcycle where Cartman laughs at Kenny's death. Um, but before you do that, I should probably explain there. There's a point I didn't clip it because there was some music and I didn't want it to get clipped, but Cartman is in his room writing a somber letter. It kind of sounds like it's a suicide note, but it's not. He's just like, dear mom, I cannot return to school anymore. The fact that I cannot laugh anymore has left me with no joy. And then he holds up a, a gun to his mouth, and you think he's going to kill himself, and then he just bites it, <laughs> and you find out it's a chocolate guns. And then he goes, please send more chocolate guns. Please get the ones with the marshmallows. I do not like the peanut butter filled one. Yours and Eric. <laughs> so that's what he's referencing there. Want to come out of my house eat chocolate guns? But Kenny's run over by a motorcycle. Cartman laughs at Kenny's death. So here's that clip of them talking about Cartman having some uh, reprieve. Well, wait a minute. Don't you see what happened? <laughs> what? Everything turned out okay for those people. And so now you can laugh, huh? When Carmen first opened the door and saw the Thompsons, he felt bad for playing a joke on them. Now that everything's turned out all right, he's able to laugh. Oh, you're right. 
Cartman had a feeling of remorse. <laughs> no, 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 I blew a funny fuse. There is no such thing as a funny fuse, Cartman. You felt bad. Whatever, all I know is I can laugh again. I'm gonna go home and eat another chocolate gun. Come on, Kenny. <laughs> wow, Carmen actually felt bad for somebody and couldn't laugh at them. Our little man is growing up, Stan. He's growing up. Yeah, I guess we all are. Maybe things are finally gonna start getting more sophisticated around here. <laughs> and that's how they end that episode, just to even emphasize it more with fart sounds. So as we mentioned, of course, throughout the episode, we're gonna end here. Um, I'm gonna play this Butters clip. We're going to go to our word from our sponsor, and then we'll come back with what did Kenny say, trivia, pop culture, and we'll end that out. So throughout the episode, as we mentioned, Butters was punished by his parents for not looking good in his school photo. So here's about 90 seconds. There's two clips I mashed together. Butters! Hey, Butters! you got to check this out! What? you got to come to Kenny's house with us. There's these two people who have asses where their heads should be. Oh, I can't, fellas. I'm grounded for looking stupid in my school picture. But, dude, you got to see. It's hysterical. Butters can't come out and play, boys. He thinks it's funny to look like a jackass in his school pictures that I have to pay for. But I told you, Mom, I didn't mean to look like a jackass. It just happened. You made a goofy face. No, that's just what I look like. See? Don't you make that face at me, young man. I'm not making a face, Mom. Stop it. Come on, we want to see the ass people. All right. Fine, Butters. If you don't want to stop making that stupid face at me, you can just stay in your room for another week. Another week? I hate my stupid face. Butters! Hey, Butters! Yeah? They found the butt-faced people's son, Butters. They're going to have a big reunion at the milk company. Well, gee, that, that sounds swell, fellas. But I can't go because I'm still having behavioral problems. Why are you wearing a paper bag on your head? My parents were making me wear this paper bag on my head until I learned to stop making silly faces all the time. They've really had it up to here with me. Butters, are you ready to stop with the stupid faces? I sure am, Dad. All right, you can take the paper bag off. Thanks, Dad. Well, I'm sorry I was bad. Oh, very funny, young man. You think it's clever to make yourself up like a girl? But, but, but Dad, I didn't like a... Did you use your mother's makeup? She's going to be furious. I'm not wearing makeup, Dad. Put that bag back on. Yes, sir. <laughs> Dude, that poor kid. Yeah, we got to remember to kick his ass tomorrow. Got to remember to kick his ass tomorrow. So we just want to take this time out to recognize our sponsor, the Baked Boys Club. Bigboysclub.com provides you with all of the sickest apparel available for all your cannabis-related merchandise representation needs. My boy here, Ian. Back, how you doing, dude? I mean, he's baked. We're baked. Yeah, just chilling. You know, big boys club. Man, I mean, they've got some sick ass merch, dude. Like hats. Yeah, I just ordered the big mystery box with the hat, the two shirts. I'm jealous. And the sticker. Like all the. Using our coupon, it brought it down to 47, baby. Oh, my God. Go to Suck My Balls pod code if you enter that in at bigboysclub.com. Put that in there. Coupon code is what I was going to say on the payment page. Yes. Or a little bait. We want you to be baked with us. Join the club. Go to bigboysclub.com. Not just a brand. The lifestyle. Hey, light. <laughs> you make <it>. Stupid. <laughs> And we're back, guys. As we mentioned there, use our code SUCKMYBALLSPOD at BigBoysClub.com. You'll save 15% off your order. And uh, 
Ian is such a supporter of the Bake Boys Club. Even though he gets free swag, he uses our code too. He's got a brand new shirt that we didn't send to him because that's we were sending him the tie-dye one. So, uh, But he went ahead and got it himself. He's got some swag and some brand new stuff coming as well. So check out thebakeboysclub.com. Use our code SUCKMYBALLSPOD and you'll save 15%. Oh, that is a pretty cool sticker. I'm the dope man. The dope man, the dope, the dope, dope, the dope man. Everybody know you sell that shit. The fit. Okay, anyway, a little T.I. reprieve there. Oh, I like that sticker. You should put that on your car. I've seen people uh, put that on their cars before and shit like stickers like that. That's cool. Yeah, that one's going on the car. And uh, the one, the Ness is, it's on my um, Xbox. Nice. It's the one that's on your shirt. Yeah, on my shirt. The sticker of your shirt on my Xbox. It's peculiar. It's so cool. Um, well, you know, of course, uh, Scoop here. You want to get hot? Because we do every day. Um, but we're back now for our one of our favorite segments. And now we're going to get into... What did Kenny say? That's right. What did Kenny say? What did Kenny say? As Scoop takes hit number three for those keeping track. Uh, this is our next segment called What Did Kenny Say? Kenny didn't have a lot of lines, though, Scoop. He had a couple things to say. First off, we're in the classroom, as we mentioned. Miss Chokes on Dick says, all right, class, I have your school photos to hand out. Carmen said, yes, yes. Miss Chokes on Dick says, most of, you, most of them are nice, but apparently one of you thinks it's funny to spoil their school pictures. Kenny looks around. And thinks he's a comedian, that person will be spending the afternoon in the principal's office. And Kenny says, oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> but Miss Chokes on Dick says, school photos aren't for joking around, so you can, you aren't getting your photo back, butters. And then we heard what happened there. And then later on, Cartman says, uh, check it out, guys. This is the sweetest thing I've ever done. Talking about the ass photo. And Kenny says, you've ever done. And uh, that's it. And that's what Kenny said. So, Scoop, why don't you take us through the rest of the stuff? Trivia, pop culture, little continuity here. There's not much information, not a lot of information. This is, uh, I mean, there really isn't a lot of trivia references to a lot of pop culture when you're making fun of ass people. So, um, when it's a made-up character. So, Scoop, take us away. So, this episode marks the first time Stan Marsh and Kyle Brovlosky are seen without their hats on. Stan's hair color has been seen in a very crappy Christmas, but the actual hairstyle is not seen until this episode. This is the first episode in which Butters is grounded. That's the trivia. Yeah, that's the trivia. Moving on to our pop culture. The Mill Company's computer is a reference to Star Trek, the original series. In Star Trek, the computer works similarly with voice commands at it also able to calculate results based on input and relay the results with programmed voice. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you know that? I mean, you're a Star Trek fan. No, no, I didn't know that. I mean, you're a bigger fan than I am, obviously. That's what I meant to say. But yeah, I didn't know that. It's a cool little tidbit there. Yeah, that is cool. And now jumping into the continuity. Jonesy, a member of Skylar's band in Timmy 2000, is one of the people sitting in the movie theater watching Gross Out Comedy 8. Yes, I saw that. Just let me... uh, He's like right behind him. Yeah, and let me reference that really quick. There was a quick scene. Cartman's trying to find his funny fuse. He goes to the movie theater and he can't laugh. Go ahead. The characters of South Park really do eat with their butt in red hot Catholic love, <laughs> which is funny. They eat through their butt and then they shit out their mouth. <laughs> Excuse me. Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Trey Parker and Matt Stone's disdain for of Ben Affleck is first shown in this episode. Ben Affleck would also appear in Fat Butt and Pancake Head. And this is the focus of the song Pearl Harbor Suck and I Missed You and I Miss You and their movie Team America World Police. And that does it for a carnity. And by the way, Fat Butt and Pancake Head, Taco Taco, Burrito Burrito. Just because I got lots of money, I'll give you taco flavored kisses, honey. Fill all your wishes with my taco flavored kisses. Taco, taco, burrito, burrito, taco, taco. All right, so that is your uh, references to pop culture and trivia and a little bit of continuity there. As we said, there's not a lot of information on this episode because it's kind of a filler episode. And, um, you know, other than that Star Trek reference and a couple continuity pieces there, it's it's a made-up episode. And Scoop takes hit number four. Ding. Uh, let's get into our top likes. Uh, while you're hitting, I'll tell you some of my top likes. Um, you know, I like the butter shit. The butter stuff is hysterical with him being grounded and his mom not making that face. I'm not making a face, mom. That face right there, you know, makes him put a bag on his head. That was hysterical. Yeah. Also, because I think we both knew, I don't think of anybody currently off the top of my head, but we probably knew a kid growing up. The parents really didn't like their kid and they treated him like that. Maybe not to that extent of butters, but there definitely was some kids that I could tell where their parents uh, we're not happy about having them, which which is why I stay absent, people, because if you don't have kids, you don't need to do it or wrap it and tap it. Use protection, something. Don't have kids. Pull it out. I don't know. Uh, top likes here. Cartman, of course, is hysterical. I mean, this point of I mean, the reveal of the picture with the ass face when the first time I watched that when I was a kid, I reacted just the same way Cartman did. I laughed my ass off. Um, I think I was. I think we talked about this last week, so I think I was in like the seventh or eighth grade. So I, I mean, it was immature, it was childish, and I thought it was hysterical. Um, the winking brown eye, you put that there as one of your top likes. I have to agree with that. The description of Kenny on the milk card, winking brown eye, blonde hair, rosy cheeks, uh, that was freaking hysterical. Um, anything else? Oh, and I guess I, and I just think it's funny that they made Ben Affleck the guy of the ass face people, the son of the ass face people. Ben Asflack. Yeah, Ben Asflack. That's the name of this episode. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be Ben Asflack. Um, Scoop, what did you, any other things you liked about this episode? Uh, the butters, the winking brown eye, yep. and pretty much after that, it just. Yeah, I mean, literally. That's you didn't know that we have butts for us. Yeah, it was. I mean, like I as we mentioned there, it's it's not something where. We're like, oh, my God, this made us laugh. It made us laugh probably more when we were kids because it's such childish humor. Like there's another one. Uh, I forget what episode. We'll get to it later. Um, I forget the title of the episode. It might be the band. It's, it might be the Cartoon Wars. Actually, it's the conclusion of Cartoon Wars at the end when they go, we told you not to show him. Now we're going to show you. Oh, I am America. Let me fart on everybody. I'm going to take a crap on everybody's face. Like that episode. That made me laugh too, but like it's if I go back and watch it now, it doesn't make me laugh as much because it's you know childish potty humor, and I'm a little bit older. I like the more sophisticated uh, laughing, or I like that the uh, or I like when they do the violence right in your face with the kids. That's 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 pretty funny. So that is your episode, guys. That's so cool. So uh, you know we appreciate you listening to another freaking edition of. Of course, as we mentioned at the top of the show, I'm your host on the scene where the air is clean and I'm lighting up that green. Your boy, M.S.G. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Matthew underscore Schaffer. 
Each and every week, I host a podcast called Light the Fuse. It's an AEW podcast review where we break down AEW Dynamite from the night before. And I'm joined each and every week by the vets, Chris Silvio and Bin Hameen. Bin Hameen also hosts Master Shoot Theater with Vince Russo and BWO Stevie Richards. You can check that out on patreon.com slash Russo TWC. You can hear clips like this. Team titties and biceps. And you can go to team titties and biceps and you can, you know, you can sign up at patreon.com slash Russo TWC. I also am the producer and editor of Stevie Ray TV, 10 time tag team champion and WWF WWE Hall of Famer. One half of the Harlem Heat and his brother. Can you dig that sucker? Sign up patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV. Scoop, um, you know, there's a possibility here within the next day or so, or it could happen right now where you're like, our diamond hands is going to pull through. But other than that, what's going on, buddy? What do you got planned for today or the week? Uh, Scoop. Scoop. All right. Well, there it is. Scoop. There it freaking is. Oh, oh, going to be playing the Burning the burning Crusade classic. That's what I'm going to be doing burning with Crusade. some of my free, free time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There you go, guys. That's going to do it for another edition of... You know, I'll let Cartman do it. Allegedly! I'll let Cartman allegedly do it here. Here, Cartman, you, you take us away. Suck my bass, suck my bass. My bass, my bass. Suck We'll be back next week with another edition of Suck My Balls, Get Better Joe. We love you, buddy. And maybe we better do a towel call. That's a towel call? You wanna get hot? Oh,
looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Bowl. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Ex-Stradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. 